Manx Radio's Update with Paul Moran. Pastor Mike, good evening. It's half past five and this is Update for Tuesday, 17th of January from Manx Radio. A 30-minute look at the latest news on the Isle of Man, plus background to the news, sport, business, sea watch and travel updates, plus the newsmakers in person tonight. We get the very latest from the Met Office for tonight, tomorrow. As snow disrupts island life today, how government prepares for weather events like this. What are the gritters doing? Unemployment across the island rises. Government to apologise to those who suffered abuse at former children's home on the Isle of Man. Better internet is needed in rural areas on the island to attract younger workers and bed blockers. Manx Care tells us why the phrase needs to be eliminated. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. One hour at the time at 5.31. Let's get the latest headlines with Christian Jones. Faster my Christian. Faster my. In the last few minutes, it's been announced Timwalds will sit tomorrow despite the island being under an amber weather warning for snow and ice. The president of Timwald has confirmed it will start at 11.30, an hour later than usual. We're expecting to hear from Manx Care shortly about what work it will be able to carry out tomorrow. Various services across the Isle of Man were disrupted following the adverse weather conditions. Further announcements on school openings will be made at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. And the Isle of Man needs to re-evaluate how ambulances are used according to the man in charge of the service. Roughly 13,000 calls are made to the ambulance service a year. In 2005 that figure stood at 5,000, yet the model of ambulance provision hasn't changed. In international news, the UK Home Secretary has been accused of a failure of leadership after the formal sacking of a police officer who yesterday admitted a string of sex offences. Suella Bruffman's promising to tackle the problem within forces, but Labour's called it weak words. Scotland's Secretary Alastair Jacks explained to MPs why he's blocking a law already passed in Holyrood designed to make it easier to change gender. He's insisted it's not about disrespecting devolution, but it's because of implications for equality legislation across the UK. There's an emergency debate happening in the Commons. And in sports, four uncapped players have been named in Warren Gatland's first squad since returning as Wales Rugby Union head coach. Scarlet's hooker Ken Owens has been named as captain for the Six Nations. Those are the update news headlines next at six. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. And with the time at 5.33, Andy Roberts is at the Ronsway Met Office. Uh, Andy, fast am I? Hi there. We're still in the firing line for wintry showers over the next 36 to 48 hours. That said, uh, it won't be quite as cold over the next couple of days. Plenty cold enough still for snow over the hills. And by that, we're probably only talking uh, above a few hundred feet. But at lower levels, the tendency is to become more sleety. So uh, we hopefully won't have quite the same problems over the coming few days as uh, we had this morning. And eventually, it does turn a lot milder over the weekend. But still some showers to come, affecting the north still at the moment, but likely hitting other parts of the island tonight snow for the hills but wetter down at lower levels more slushy at lower levels and with a fresh and strong northwesterly wind it's the sheltered central eastern southeastern places that will be the coldest tonight even here i think temperatures will stay generally a degree or so above freezing there will be a widespread ground frost though that applies to anywhere away from the northwest uh, coastal fringes and so beware uh, an ongoing risk of ice on the roads tonight tomorrow another cold day but temperatures a degree or two up on today still a few wintry showers about and a fresh and strong 
northwest wind. It stays cold uh, really up until the weekend, but any showers there are still come Thursday. I think we'll peter out during the day. The wind will drop as well, and then eventually it does turn milder over the weekend. We're back to our familiar mild, wet, probably windy weather by the look of it uh, later on Sunday. All right, thank you, Andy Roberts there at the Ronalds Way Met Office. Manx Glass and Glazing can produce bespoke splashbacks for your kitchen in any colours. Speak to the team on 674 573. Now, how does government prepare for weather events like we're experiencing in some parts of the island today? Dan Davies is the chief executive of the Department of Home Affairs, which has the responsibility for emergency planning and resilience for the Isle of Man. Last night, the Met Office upgraded their yellow warning for snow and ice to an amber warning. And an amber warning generally means risk of disruption. So our emergency planning officer sent out a meeting for the next morning uh, for 7 a.m., and at half five this morning, a small group of people, so uh, the DOI highways manager, the Met Office, the emergency planning officer and the control room sergeant met just to assess the current position. So what, what things were like on the roads and across the island. And then um, we, we all met at uh, around about seven o'clock this morning. Uh, and um, that's that's people from right across the organisation. So people from Manx Care talking about the impact on the hospital and the emergency de- department, uh, people from the DOI to explain about what's happening on the roads, the police, the fire and um, also colleagues from education. And uh, we, we then assessed the, the position. So, so in the Isle of Man uh, this morning, uh, for example, there had been um, a huge amount of disruption on the roads. Uh, there have probably been about 17 or 18 road traffic collisions, uh, many of them multiple. Lots of roads were blocked. Lots of the estates were impassable because of ice. Um, and the police themselves were struggling to mobilise officers and vehicles to get them uh, to where they needed to get to. Um, the hospital had really struggled overnight, particularly around ambulances getting to, to, to hospital. And obviously, if people are struggling to get around the island, then there's an impact on the health service because the health service themselves were running on uh, on on sort of fairly challenging numbers because people can't get into work. Um, so the decision was made um, to to close the schools. And a lot of that is around public safety, but also uh, making sure that if there are lots of people on the roads, it really affects the ability of people, to, you know, the emergency services to get around the island. So it's not a decision that's taken lightly, but a recommendation was made to the Department for Education, Sport and Culture that, that, that the schools close, given the ability of people to get around the island. So that happened um, this morning early on. So we've got another meeting today at four o'clock where we'll do a bit of a forward look to understand what's happening overnight and what the weather might look like tomorrow. Manxco will meet this evening to decide what contingencies may need to be put in place for tomorrow. Despite it being a challenging day for the health service, CEO Teresa Copas praised staff for their work today. This morning it was announced the ambulance service was at its highest level of pressure and the number of Manxco sites were experiencing critical staffing pressures. So today has been well managed under our command structure. I mean, obviously it's been very difficult for a lot of our patients to get into the hospital as well as difficulty for staff um, getting to the hospital and other care settings. Um, A lot of staff have actually made it on foot in order for us to maintain our services. The night staff in the hospital uh, all stayed on in order to be able to continue caring for patients whilst day staff arrived. And during the course of the morning, Um, our day staff did actually arrive and were able to provide care. So it it has run smoothly. Um, But obviously, you know, the Isle of Man Police 
um, and the government agencies have put out the message that really, um, unless you really, really need to, uh, please don't travel. Um, and, and so we have decided to cancel routine outpatient appointments uh, for today and some uh, non-urgent surgery for today. Uh, we will continue to review that position. Uh, we're due to have a further meeting at four o'clock this afternoon and we will be making some further decisions by about six o'clock, depending on uh, what we anticipate the, uh, the weather forecast to be overnight uh, into tomorrow morning. And our priority has been to make sure that um, our staff who are on duty today are able to get home safely and our, our staff who are supporting the nighttime activity are able to get into their various locations uh, safely. And we're very grateful to the civil defence team because they have assisted in getting staff where they need to be in order to provide patient care. And so those further meetings then, when will we sort of know the outcome of those? After six o'clock, will we start seeing things out from Manxcare? Yes, we really want to try and make decisions as early as possible based on the information that we have. Um, so certainly by, by 6 to 7 p.m. this evening, we will be making some clear decisions uh, about what our schedule of services will look like for tomorrow. You're listening to the Isle of Man's quintessential daily news and current affairs roundup. Update on Manx Radio. So on the Man in Line today, a number of questions were asked about gritting. We put them to the Department of Infrastructure and Beth Espy and Siobhan Fletcher have the details. Naturally, the weather has been the main topic of conversation for most people today and there were some questions raised on Man in Line and we've got those answers so we'll go through them now. So did gritting happen last night? The DOI says gritting began yesterday evening and continued until 2am, resuming at 5am this morning. Where does the rock salt come from? It comes from the Irish Salt Mining and Exploration Co Limited in Kill Root. And one of the other questions asked on Man in Line was whether this was a lower quality salt and whether it was a different supplier. The DOI categorically says no. How much is typically spent on rock salt annually? An average of £56,000 has been spent annually based on the past five years and the DOI says it isn't bought annually, only when there's sufficient storage capacity. How many gritters do we have? Six bulk gritters along with two small demount units. How many qualified drivers? 30 trained winter maintenance operators. Out of hours gritting is predominantly undertaken by a crew of two for safety reasons but pre-salting during the normal working day is often undertaken by one crew member. What training is involved? The training is based on the industry standard for winter maintenance delivery and that training and assessment is delivered through the city and guilds. What is the adverse weather group? Well, a meeting of the Adverse Weather Group is normally triggered by an amber warning being issued by the Met Office. Now, depending on the nature and timing of that, the AWG, as they'll be known, will come together and agree the best course of action. This group is made up of officers from the DOI, police, fire, ambulance, civil defence, Met Office, education and other government departments. Ever wondered how much groceries increase by and which shop on the island has the cheapest grocery items? Well, Frank Schengel, Douglas resident and city councillor, undertook his own investigation recently. Highlighting the current cost of living crisis, he looked at how different shops priced items. I did this very unscientifically with a notepad and a pen and I walked through a supermarket and I wrote down the prices. Surprisingly, I found the shops that you think might be the most expensive aren't necessarily so. Uh, Let's not name any brands, but there's a 
shop in the center of Douglas near Strand Street that we all think is rather posh usually. And surprisingly, they were actually quite cheap on some items. Now, they do have posh things in the store, of course, but if you just go for the bare essentials, they're not actually more expensive than, say, the big store down on Lake Road. What concerned me a little bit was that when I looked at some of the smaller stores, they tend to be the most expensive. And that, to me, as, as a resident and as a counselor, it was a bit concerning because it means those people who may not be able to travel to the bigger stores are potentially being disadvantaged. The aim was to really see if in this day and age you are on a tight budget, where should you go to shop? Where do you get most bang for your buck? And there was a very clear winner. And I have actually been in touch with the OFT as well to ask, could you potentially monitor a, you know, average grocery basket sort of just to give people a better idea? You can get some of the essentials extremely cheap. You can get something like spaghetti for 20p, you know, X for pound 30. You can get bread for as cheap as 40 pence, less than 40 pence a loaf, which is there's no way they make money on these loss leaders. But then it's not so much about cost as well. Then it comes into the quality and the advice that we should give to people is to be very smart when you shop look for the cheapest item of a particular type on the shelf compare kilo prices rather than packaged i have seen some shops where you can buy for example bananas packaged in a pack of five for a fixed price which is always more expensive from what i observed and we need to be a bit more thorough and smarter and more investigative when we shop i know we have to hold buy local and you know support local but in this day and age we need to spend money wisely all the supermarkets over here of course they employ local staff so in a way you know you're always supporting local employees no matter where you shop sea watch with the isle of man steam packet company uh, time is 5.43. Uh, ben McCree left Haysham this afternoon, quarter past two. Uh, should be coming into Douglas Harbour in about 15 minutes' time. Uh, Going to be out again tonight at 7.45, heading to Haysham. Should be there at 11.30. And then the overnight sailing uh, from Haysham back into Douglas, leaving at 2.15. And then should be arriving back into Douglas Harbour uh, early tomorrow morning, uh, just after 6 o'clock. Uh, for more information, head to manxradio.com and then click on to news, then click on to travel. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. There's a term which healthcare providers on the Isle of Man are keen to eliminate from vocabulary, and that is bed blockers. It refers to people who are well, able, uh, enough to leave hospital, but nowhere to go, so they remain in the facility until they can be discharged somewhere safely. Dr. Eshkar Koo Pam explains why the phrase needs to go. Because it discriminates against older people in particular, people who are stuck in beds almost always due to no fault of theirs. If you look deep enough into it, it's often due to lack of provision in the community in terms of what they need to go uh, out of hospital. So, for example, uh, packages of care, availability of care homes, availability of um, EMI, which is for the elderly, mentally infirm. And when it comes to disputes around funding, it's perhaps also because there is no agreement within society around how care homes are funded. So it's, it's, it's never, in my view, and the view of my colleagues, particularly uh, in geriatrics, it's never the fault of the individual. And so that term, uh, which places the fault essentially on the individual, is wrong. Manx Radio Business Briefing. 
High Street stationery retailer uh, Paper Chase is in talks about a sale in a bid to avoid falling into administration. Begbie's trainer, the professional service firm and the auditor PwC have been retained by the group to advise the company on its options and handle a potential insolvency. Uh, Paper Chase, which employs about 820 people, has more than 100 stores confirmed. It's in talks with a number of interested parties that could result in the sale of the business. UK and European markets were muted with concerns about the global economy high on the agenda at the World Economic Forum in Davos this week. US stocks fell Tuesday morning as the shortened but busy week packed with corporate earnings got underway on Wall Street. Oil prices rose to their highest in two weeks after China posted weak but expectational beating annual economic growth data and on hopes that a recent shift in its COVID-19 policy will boost fuel demand and gold price lower. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. At the close, FTSE was down 0.12% at 7851. The DAX was up 0.23% at 15169. At 5 o'clock, uh, the Dow Jones was down 1.07% at 3393. S&P 500 also down 0.25% uh, at 3989. Uh, the NASDAQ down also 0.26% at 1105. Exchange rates, a uh, pound will buy you $1.226 and will also buy you €1.136. Euros. And commodities, gold per troy ounce is down uh, 0.15% at $1911. And Brent crude oil per barrel uh, was up 1.93% at 85 spot $71. The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. But his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Unemployment on the Isle of Man has risen and now stands at 0.7%. Christian Jones has the details. The rate of unemployment has risen by 0.1%, up from 0.6% in November. Figures released by Statistics Isle of Man show 182 males and 110 females were registered unemployed in December, one more than the same period of 2021. Vacancies accounted for only include those that an employer registers with the Isle of Man Job Centre and doesn't factor independently advertised positions. The International Labour Organisation estimates a total of 737 individuals are unemployed and looking for work, equating to an unemployment rate of 1.6%. 482 job vacancies are reported to have remained at the job centre in December, a decrease of 276 positions in comparison with November. Of the available positions, 59% are full-time and 41% are part-time. Sectors with the largest vacancy rates include catering, retail construction, the health service and education. Geographically, the east of the island is home to the most unemployed persons at 167. The north, south and west stand at 48, 38 and 39 respectively. This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source. And Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast. 
Manx Radio Sport. And now Rianne Evans has the latest sport news for you. Fast am I, Rianne. Fast am I, a very good evening to you. Starting in rugby, Bevan Rod has been selected for England yet again, this time for its 2023 Six Nations squad. The 36-player team is set to meet at Pennyhill Park next week for a Guinness Six Nations training camp. England take on Ireland in the opening game of the tournament, which runs from the 4th of February until the 18th of March. Elsewhere, and after being teamless since summer, Mark Cavendish has signed himself a new deal to ride for Kazakhstan-based team Astana. The current British road race champion says he's incredibly excited for this adventure. You can find a full statement from him at manxradio.com on our sports page. An update on Oren Smith. He's battling extreme conditions in arguably one of the already most extreme races in the UK, the Spine Race. Setting off last Sunday, the Manx athlete has so far reached seven of the 11 checkpoints on the 268-mile race, which started in the South Dales and finishes in Scotland. Competitors have 160 hours to complete the event. 50 have already retired. Oren is doing the race to raise money for the Isle of Man MS Society and has raised more than £5,000 so far. A link to track his progress and another one for his Just Giving page can be found at manxradio.com on our sports page. And local footballer Shannon Groves is preparing herself for a similarly tough challenge in aid of Charity 2. In March, she will attempt a 110-kilometre snowshoe trek above the Arctic Circle. Expedition Limitless, as the event is called, is taking place in Arctic Sweden between the 26th of March and the 4th of April. Shannon and 11 others will be trying to raise £50,000 for local charity Al Listen. <laughs> Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Nine minutes away from six on Tuesday, 17th of January. There is an amber weather warning in place. No showers continuing to affect the island throughout the period until midday Wednesday, potentially. Still slippy on the roads. Uh, down at the airport, Liverpool flight is uh, still showing on time, uh, as is the London Gatwick. That is the departures tonight. London Gatwick is the 10 past eight flight. Uh, arrivals uh, in from Gatwick, uh, that flight coming in at 7.30, the EasyJet flight. Uh, also the arrival from Liverpool at uh, 5 to 8, showing on time at the moment. But the London City flight, uh, which was due to land at uh, about 5 past 8, now showing as landing at 5 to 9 tonight. Uh, onto the roads. Usual fun in uh, Balasala, the crossing road between uh, Mill Road and Abbott's Way for resurfacing. Temporary lights on the main road, Balthane, round about 24 hours a day. That trench work continues until the 6th of Feb. Uh, till the end of Feb, temporary lights on the main road in Balabeg by the Arbury Parish Hall for work on that new zebra crossing. Uh, temporary lights on Johnny Watson's Lane uh, at the Cronkbourne, 24 hours a day as uh, trench work continues there. And in Sulby, uh, temporary lights on the Sulby Glen Road near the turn for the Claddocks, 24 hours for drainage uh, work. Uh, for more information on the works mentioned, go to manxradio.com, click on news and then click on travel. Massimo Tyres, budget tyres priced to keep your vehicle safe and legal. Only available at... Now, the Alaman needs better internet in rural areas to attract younger workers. Chair of Arbury and Russian Commissioners Kerry Jenkins told Phil, Phil Gorn good facilities for home workers and entrepreneurs are vital. One of the points that I looked at, I looked at the economic strategy and 
you know, I, in my youth, I, I travelled, I, I worked abroad and, you know, so I feel that I've got a sort of rounded view of this. And, and without an influx of new talent um, to replace our ageing workforce, the island is going to be left with a low economic output. Now, capturing um, mobile youth is the major challenge and countries that are politically stable and some would say naturally resistant to climate change are going to fare better so a large proportion of our youth today you know they want to own their own business they've got and they want entrepreneurial opportunities high-speed internet financial incentives and they will all attract young to rural communities you know like our parish you know there's a lot of people work from home these days and we're not well serviced with um internet in uh, in our areas particularly you phil i know <laughs> um I, I think it's a blessing not not, yeah, not being possibly. able to uh, um, oh the internet's down so i could get you know the here. island is really well placed to take advantage of this new green and blue economy and what's needed is a clear route map to facilitate migration in a way that best meets our community and I haven't seen anything really imaginative or inventive which makes our offering stand out from any other location suffering from similar problems. Tell us your opinion on the news. Email update at manxradio.com or text 166-177. And the Alaman government is aiming to improve gender identity services here on the island. Siobhan Fletcher has more. A series of workshops which are being treated as a scoping exercise are being held until the end of the month at different locations around the island. Those from the trans or non-binary community who would like to share their experiences or thoughts are asked to get in touch. It comes as gender has made headlines in the UK this week with the UK government blocking Scotland's gender reform bill. The legislation was designed to make it easier for people to legally change their recognised gender. It's the first time the UK government's used an order to stop a bill going through in Scotland and can Campaigners have accused the Prime Minister of using trans people's lives as a political football. Heather Herbert, who campaigns for trans rights, says she's disappointed but not surprised. It's been argued for for the last six years. Um, it's been campaigned for by all parties. It was it was part of the Conservative uh, manifesto a few terms ago. The only people who are dragging trans people through the, through the mud are the Conservatives. In the Commons, the Secretary for Scotland has been making his case for why the Westminster government's decided to block the legislation. Alistair Jack believes that it would have adverse effects on the Equalities Act. This is not about preventing the Scottish Parliament from legislating on devolved matters, but about ensuring that we do not have legal frameworks in one part of the United Kingdom which have adverse effects on reserved matters. But First Minister of Scotland Nicola Sturgeon claims there's not one iota of good faith from the UK government on the veto. Elsewhere, UK ministers are bringing back plans to ban gay conversion therapy, including for transgender people, which was previously excluded from proposals under Boris Johnson. Confirmed by the Culture Secretary, the draft bill is intending to protect everyone, including those targeted on the basis of their sexuality or being transgender. This announcement comes as ministers in Westminster have continued to explain their reasons for blocking Scotland's gender reform bill. That is it from updates compiled by the resources of Manx Radio's news re- uh, departments. Thanks to newsreader Christian Jones and producer Rianne Evans. After news at six tonight, it's Island Life on tonight's Rewind. Howard Kane looks back at some of the vast range of Christmas specials broadcast on Manx Radio at the end of last year. From the railway children to drug pilfering monkeys. Greatest hits with Chris Kinley is here at 6.30. The Folk Show with John Barker at 9. And After Hours with Dave Moore is at 10. Whatever you're doing tonight, keep well, stay safe.
when it comes to building and DIY supplies, shop where the professionals shop. Haldane Fisher for concrete blocks to roof trusses, timber to tiles, doors to panel pins, boilers to bathrooms, drainage to guttering and everything in between. Get the job done with the right products from Haldane Fisher. Visit our stores in Douglas and Ramsey or find us online on Facebook. Proud to be on Island. You know when you're about to pay for the bus and your phone runs out of battery? Nightmare. Frantically, you search through your pockets only to find a button, pebbles and hair grip. But then, in the last pocket, you find that long-lost tenner you forgot. Result! This is how it feels when you save over £500 versus MT with our broadband home phone and mobile bundle. Start saving at Shaw.com. T's and C's apply. Drive smarter, drive more reliable, drive a great deal at Manin Motors. With a superb range of cars for every budget, always available. And if we don't have it, we'll source it. Plus, servicing, valeting and prestige detailing too. Manin Motors, Richmond Hill, Douglas. Find us on Facebook or call 420 420. That's 420 420. Drive a better bargain at Manin Motors. New year, new business. Achieve your business goals with Nicola Balker & Co. We understand the challenges and can advise and assist you on your way. Nicola Balker & Co. Accountants and Tax Advisors. Helping businesses in the Isle of Man for 19 years. Castle Carpets in Peel. The carpet and vinyl specialists. Every colour and every style to suit your needs. With up to 20% off Abingdon stain-free carpets. Call 842 480. No compromise, no comparison. Switch and save up to 35% with Sainsbury's at ShopRite. With stores across the island, why shop anywhere else? ShopRite, proudly locally owned. 